Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to AI Audible, the new narrated article podcast from the Anfield Index podcast channel. Both Wijnaldum and Chan have roles to play this season by Carl Kopak. Farewell then, Tottenham Hotspur. They came, they saw, they met a frosty-faced Senegalese who wanted a word, despite a dislike of them which has survived decades and has no basis, though maybe it had something to do with Glenn Hoddle's loose hair and tight shorts. I do find them fascinating. In the 90s they took many a ropey midfielder off our hands just as they'd slowed down. Redknapp, Murphy, Leonardson. So I'm grateful for that, but they've always just annoyed me a bit. Anyway, I thought their setup on Saturday was interesting. I'm a Pochettino fan, and it's plainly clear that Jurgen is too. The man likes to defend from the midfield screen rather than through his centre-backs, which is often the best way. It's telling that Toby Alderweireld has just one booking this season, Saturday, as A, his timing is excellent, and B, a combination of Victor Wanyama and Moussa Dembele in front of him do much of his dirty work. We could learn a bit from that approach. And yet Saturday was mostly about Danny Rose, the man who wasn't there. With Ben Davies filling in, Spurs lacked the pace and gumption to deal with Liverpool's right flank with anything more than lip service. I like Davies, he's got something about him in the league where too many fullbacks are merely frustrated wingbacks or midfielders who've been shoved back just to get on the pitch. Davies can defend well enough, but he can't stop hurricanes like Mane and Klein who bullied him all day. Curiously, Pochettino did nothing but watch the bloody sacrifice unfold in front of him. That's not normally like him. Still, thanks for the points. It's obvious who the man A of the match was, given Sadio's extraordinary first-half performance. But it wasn't just the goals and all-round play which gave him the headlines in my heart. Oh no, it was his stern expression. I love that about him. Smiles are a luxury, and not to be wasted. His work is never done. He's like a man who has painted the Golden Gate Bridge in a single day. You can't relax as he's offered to help a maid out with decorating his spare room too. He makes Henderson look like the laughing policeman. However, there should be a second category for man of the match. There's the obvious one, sure. But there should be another one for the quiet man who knits it all together. Step forward, Ginny Wijnaldum. Ah, Ginny. Let me count the ways. Let's be fair. There are times when he stinks the ground out. His performance at Wolves was little more than pathetic. Slow, ponderous and half-hearted when the going got tough. But when he's on it. I've read a few articles from people saying that they just don't get the Ginny love. That they can't see what he does or brings to the team. Saturday would have told them in volumes. If he has a quirk, a motif which 
he does time and again. It's the way he lets the ball run across his body before passing it. Watch him. If he's under pressure, he won't just tap the ball away at the first opportunity. He lets it come and waits and waits and waits. And then when it looks like it will clear his airspace completely, he helps it on somewhere. The best midfielders find space that way. On Saturday, he was always in control, even though Wanyama and Dembele were ready to kick him in the air. Grace, under pressure. His through ball to Mane for the opener is worth a comment too. He should do more of that. Yet Jürgen has preferred to give his place to Emre over the last few weeks. A case of horses for courses. Emre is a goose of a different feather, with a whole host of other skills. He's the perfect man if you're expecting trouble in your own half for the majority of the game. His frame and stature means that he can hang on to a ball and hold it long enough to give him an option. What he can't do is turn when the ball is behind him. Maybe this is why Brendan saw him as a deep-lying centre-back who dealt with things in front of him but seldom behind. In other words, half a centre-back to be used when desperate. There was an incident in the West Ham demolition at Anfield last season where the ball was played at pace behind him. Watching him track it was painful. He turned his head and then his shoulders, then torso, and finally his lower half, like you would turn a Rubik's Cube. By the time he'd persuaded his body to join his face, he was way off the pace of the attack, and we lost another goal. One of three. Emery doesn't use space as Wijnaldum does. He's more instinctive, basing his play on brute force in the immediate moment rather than artistry ahead. Not that there isn't a place for that. He was excellent at Old Trafford when tasked with putting out fires all over the park. And there have been times when he's been an unsung hero. Villarreal. And that's his game, really. People talk about him using his energy in the final third of the pitch. But it's telling that he's seldom deployed there by his manager. It's baffling, then. The chance starts at Hull, where we didn't expect an onslaught. We needed a tempo to live by. And the man who tends to set that was sat on the bench. Now, it remains to be seen whether Emre will play much more this season. Maybe at the Etihad, as Arsenal aside, the battle with the sides in and around the top six are done. It's just interesting that two men with completely differing talents can play the same position. Both are needed in this squad, but it's Wijnaldum who looks the more graceful and dynamic. You often see the same in centre-back partnerships, the blood and guts man next to the Beckenbauer. If we really want to win the next 14 games, as Klopp does... We'll certainly need both. And stern Senegalese lads. Unsurprisingly excellent appraisal of two players there by Carl. Two players who have come in separately for a lot of stick. And it's nice to see the positive side of both men being looked at in this article. Um, Particularly enjoyed the analysis of how Wijnaldum sort of lets the ball do most of the work for him uh, before helping it on. It's a really, really well-observed point and something that I had seen but uh, had failed to articulate as well as Carl's done there. As as for his thoughts on Chan, I, again, <laughs> in, in complete agreement. I think he's a guy who does a job in a certain game and as Carl suggests, perhaps those games, the majority of them, are now over for the season. It depends. It depends very much on how the managers think, and I suppose it also depends on on Wijnaldum and his form. But he would be the man that I'd like to see starting most of the games uh, that remain, and I would like to see Emery being used on a regular basis because I do think he's an excellent footballer. But but perhaps not the same type of player, and perhaps not the player that we genuinely need 
to set that tempo and to get around the pitch with the mobility that we know uh, Wijnaldum can. And it's not a one-eyed appraisal of the players either. Uh, Emery being described as a, a slowly turning Rubik's Cube is something that we can all relate to. We've all seen it. It's not It's not harsh or cruel to say it. It's a fact. That seems to be the way he plays. He's not a guy who's as nimble on his toes as we'd like. And yet it doesn't seem to matter that much in certain matches. And he does seem to have that um, dominant presence that's required. So... A very, very fine point. We will need both. Probably need Wijnaldum more. But it's nice to have two players of that quality behind front men like Sadio Mane. Thank you for listening to AI Audible. You can read this episode's article along with many others on AnfieldIndex.com. You can download our AI channel app on iOS and Android. And you can find all our AI Audible episodes on Twitter at AI Audible and on AnfieldIndex.com. 